0: two guys who love talking about a game within a game in association with Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Peterson. I'm Andrew. And this is FPL Signet. Net. Here's
1: Chilwell. Mm. Oh, it's a Mm. Marcial
0: coming in from that left and firing home. Mm.
1: Unstoppable.
0: Pulisic. Mm. Giroud breaks through.
1: Lacazette can have a pop and score a
0: pitch. Hello managers, welcome back to the FPL Sign podcast. We are recording this on Wednesday, February the 14th. And as always, I'm joined by my man, Andrew, who I would definitely choose to be my blue card. Valentine, Andrew, roses are red, violets are blue. i got a green arrow. How about you?
1: I also got a green arrow. Thanks Yay! for the intro, Pete. Very yeah. good.
0: Happy, happy. The, the kids call it V-Day. Happy V-Day.
1: <laughs> happy V-Day, Pete. Do you, do you celebrate V-Day in your household?
0: I'll be totally honest. I completely forgot about it. And my girls gave me a card this morning and I felt terrible.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. That's not good. That's not good. Yeah. No, I, we, never, we never really celebrate Valentine's Day. Our anniversary is like the 6th of February. So, yeah. Oh. Um, I, there's there's no way that I'm willing to express my love twice in a one week period. That's just <laughs> that's excessive.
0: And and pay for over the top flowers.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Over yeah, I, at least they're not as overpriced on the sixth of February. It's it's uh, yeah, just another random day. So
0: I'll get them on the cheap tomorrow morning.
1: Um, yeah, yeah it. you get the discounted ones with the from Coles with the little yellow sticker on it.
0: Yeah, half wilted flowers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing <laughs> says I love you like discounted merchandise.
0: <laughs> oh, and and like my side, I feel like my side is a discounted merchandise at the moment, but you did slightly better than me this game week.
1: Oh, only, slightly, only slightly, only slightly. I um I got 86 minus 4. Um I did take a hit. It was we'll, we'll get into that. It was a, it was probably an <laughs> unnecessary hit in hindsight. Um but anyway, it, it, it was kind of... Um, when you get a green arrow, I guess those mistakes are kind of um, forgiven. You paper over the cracks of, of the errors that you make. Um, but yeah, 86 points. I got 26 from Harlan Captain. Um, Watkins blanked. Um, I got another blank. Oh, yeah. A blank from Richarlison. 15 from Saka. 3 from Foden. 10 from Palmer. 7 from Jotter, uh, 2 from Poro. The 12-pointer from Gabriel. um my hero, Marlo Gusto, got me six points. Oh, cool. I, I almost made as much rank from Marlo Gusto's six points as I made from Harlan's 26 points, <laughs> um, which was hilarious. And then, um, yeah, I got a one-pointer from my goalkeeper, Kaminsky. Why is my goalkeeper Kaminsky, you might ask? Well, it's because um, I took a completely needless hit with like five minutes before the deadline because I got sucked into a fake leak about um, potentially Nick Pope um, returning uh, for Newcastle. So I thought I'll get rid of Dubravka. I'll bring in Kaminsky for the Sheffield United and, you know, the doubles to come. And it turned out that it was bullshit and Kaminsky and Dubravka, Dubravka scored the same. And so it was a completely pointless minus four, but, At least I've got another double game week of this week and another one for the double in 28 as well. So hopefully the hit does pay off over time, even if it didn't pay off this week.
0: Future-proofing.
1: Yeah, sure. Let's call it that. (laughs) But yeah, I I felt really bad about um, that unnecessary hit. Like I felt really stupid for falling for the leak, but even more so I felt bad because I texted you with five minutes to go (laughs) saying, I've done this hit because there's rumors that Debravka's losing his spot and Pope's back, and you were out and about, so you didn't really have time to verify it for yourself. And then you went and did the same thing based on my, based on, based on my rubbish words. So I felt <laughs> even worse about screwing up your team than I did about screwing up my team.
0: Uh well I'll get, I'll get into into that in a sec but yeah another another um big green for you so you climbed 62,000 so you're now sitting inside the top 200k so
1: Yeah so I'm inside Good the stuff. top 200k yeah inside the top 200k for the first time this season so Ooh. I I I didn't have more than two green arrows in a row until I've gone on this little run I've got five green arrows in a row now um, So it's very unlike me to be that successful for that sustained of a period of time so <laughs> i'm sure it's gonna come crashing down very soon but i was 885k uh game week 19 yep um and now here we are game week 24 and i'm 197k so um, very happy with how the last five weeks have gone and um, okay yeah i think i've to be honest with you like i i think i have one of the things that has happened in the last five weeks is really I've had a fair bit of bad luck this season, and it's kind of just turned around. I've had a fair bit of good luck in the last five weeks. I don't know whether my decision making or my team has been better or worse than earlier in the season, but i I just seem to feel, I seem to have had a bit of luck in the last five weeks, and a few of the things I've done, excluding the Kaminsky hit, um, have gone have gone well for me.
0: Well, yeah, that's um yeah, it's some good um good rank gains there over the last few weeks. So definitely. Yeah in a very um, strong position as well. Myself, I finished up on a green as well. Um, So I I had 82 points minus the four for the hit as well. So in goals for me, Kaminsky as well, Andrew. Uh, uh, I wonder why you've
1: got him. (laughs) So
0: as Andrew touched on, Andrew um, saw the leaks um, approaching the deadline. He decided to take a hit for it and then, I was returning home after being out with my girls all night and putting my daughter to bed. She was like sound asleep. And it was like minutes before the deadline. I felt my phone go off in my pocket. I'm going backwards and forwards to the car and I see Andrew's message saying, "Seen news, Debravka's out. I'm moving for Kaminsky. I've taken the hit for it. And I had about under a minute to decide what the hell yeah. I was going to do. And I just thought, yeah. well, if Debravka's out, I don't actually have a he because my backup is Matt Turner, who's definitely not playing, and I'd already taken. I used my two free transfers this game week, so my two free free transfers already used. I was happy with how my side was, yeah. And it got to like thirty seconds, and I was just like, "Bang!" I just yeah, Matt Turner, Kaminsky, and I. I didn't even know if I was if I got it, like if the transfer went through properly, because then it sort of I got that refresh page that the game is now uploading yep. and it gives you all this stupid information. I was just like, okay, I, I have no idea if the hit's gone through or not. Um, in the end, it did, so I was, I was happy about that. Um, but, yeah, a needless minus four. But, you know, at the time, yeah, I mean, I was thinking Luton against Sheffield United, that that sort of felt like a really good fixture to target. And, yeah, yep. my already my two free transfers I used, so I just had to swap Konza. For Doughty, because Konza's injured now for like three weeks. So yep. I sort of my hand was forced there. And yeah, Doughty was a, a player I really wanted to get in, especially for that Sheffield United fixture. And the other other transfer I, I made was Solanke for Haaland, who I captained, which was just a no-brainer. But um yeah, so minus four. But yeah, still with the green arrow and the rest of my side, Gabriel, who's just been doing absolute bits, Another goal, clean sheet, so twelve points from from Gabriel, which is just—he's on this mad goal scoring run at the moment. And
1: yeah, I mean, in... he's in a, in FPL. He's scored three goals in his last six, but in real life, he scored four in his last six because there was yes. a goal that FPL it, gave as an own goal, and, then and it changed the assist to a... last week that he—they didn't give him either.
0: Oh yeah, so really, he's well. looking at four goals and an assist from his last yeah. three games
1: which I didn't care about because he was on my bench. So the yes. minus 1 out. or plus 2 <laughs> it, yeah it didn't matter. I would have been much much angrier about that if it happened this week. But yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, um, it, it felt like having that Arsenal defensive coverage was the big one this week, like especially for yeah. me around my rings, which is uh 620k, uh, uh a new season PB.
1: Um <laughs> uh, oh, at least heading in the right direction. Like
0: Yeah, that's that's right. But yeah, Pedro Paro Frauding it up at the moment. Another two points. Yeah. Doughty with the one, which I talked about. Uh, Foden with the three points. Saka with the 15, which is huge. Yeah. De Bruyne, four points. I mean, came. I wasn't too worried that I'd seen the leaks that he was going to be starting on the bench. It just didn't bother me. Um, I was like, it's the type of like we've seen that game against Newcastle. He can come off the bench and do absolute wonders. And as it was, he came on pretty early because City just weren't doing what they needed to do against Everton yeah Watkins two points Darwin with the six which was nice getting a goal and yeah Haaland with the captaincy but um it was all down to yesterday morning determining if I got a green arrow because Chelsea was playing Crystal Palace and yeah our boy bowl, cold killer Palmer two assists in injury time and huge that that's that's what that's what i needed and yeah to take the the mini league rank over my friends. And unfortunately, I benched Pascal Gross's 10 points. So I was really hoping Arma was going to match that at least, which he did. he did, which in the end, I'm not too upset about.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, and I think what I've mentioned this to you before, like looking at your side, there was no other logical person to bench than Gross. That's not something that you can kick yourself about. Yeah. The um, only,
0: only one that might've done was Ollie Watkins, but he was coming off after like no. four returns like in the last ten Man, weeks. So he's
1: home. He's at home. Yeah, he's home. He's to come United. off 17 points. It's yeah. Manchester United whose defense aren't particularly good. I mean he got two big chances. He yeah, did he everything did. that if you if before the game I told you he was going to have two big chances, you would be like, well there's no way I'm going to bench him. So yeah
0: he was no, so I, close. I think
1: that's right. And and Gross got his points from a penalty as well. Like you
0: and that wasn't
1: was yeah and we didn't know I guess at that point um, João Pedro was going to be out as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Or yeah. did we know? Was he injured? No, I, we knew.
0: I think the injury, I think that injury news came a bit late-ish. Yeah. I can't remember exactly.
1: Either way, like I think that you would have always, I think that he was always the one to bench, to be honest. Mm. um, And yeah, I mean, 10 points on the bench, it happens. Um yeah, Hopefully it's... in game week 26, when you need everyone that's got a game, he'll give you another 10-pointer. That's it's right. A, it's never a bad thing to have good players um, when there's blanks coming up.
0: True. Yeah, And, yeah, I will definitely be leaning on the German there. But, yeah, 115K green RSO, um, nice. back-to-back greens. I think it's four in my last five weeks now. So um seem to be putting a bit of, um, you know, consistency in my game yep. at the moment and got a decent plan for the next couple of weeks too. So I think I'll be... Um, able to manage that, but we are heading into probably the biggest double so far this season. I don't. Can we can we say that the Burnley double that was early in the season was that as big? I don't think so.
1: I don't think so. Not quite. It was so. close. It was yeah. close, but not quite.
0: <laughs> but um,
1: um, it's an exciting double, isn't it? Like very. With the literally the two best teams in the Premier League are both doubling in the one week. It's it's pretty exciting. It is. Um, how how are you set up for it? Like how yeah. do you feel about how you're set up for it?
0: I think I'm set up pretty well. Um, you sort of have to think – you almost have to work backwards. I think you have to go to like game week 26, see how your side is, and then work backwards sure. and work out, you know, what are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with taking a hit, you know, in game week twenty six to get players out, or you're just happy to play with ten. But I mean, yep. heading into game week twenty five, I have one, two, three, four, five, six doublers, which includes three from City, one from Liverpool, and two from Luton at the moment. Yep. So
1: And you I, haven't made a transfer yet, so
0: No, I haven't. And will, will that weird. go from
1: six to seven, or do you think what do you I think d- you'll do?
0: I don't think so. I'm. It's weird. I'm heading into this double, and I'm. I'm almost thinking I'm. I'm likely to roll my transfer this week, yeah. as as things stand, because, I mean, I I already had a benching headache because I want to pay, play Pascal Gross because Brighton hosts Sheffield United, so it's not yeah. a double, but on paper it's, you know, one of the best fixtures you can have, and yeah. then if I commit to an extra Liverpool player, which would likely be Diogo Jota. I probably have to bench either Pascal Gross, who's playing Sheffield, or Ollie Watkins, who's playing Fulham. And yep. now there's no I mean, I think Jota probably plays at least one hundred and twenty
1: minutes. I was I was gonna say one twenty is he, like a ninety and a thirty yeah. kind of thing potentially. I,
0: I think you can nail one twenty minutes and then anything over that is like just a bonus. Yeah and Whereas, you know, these other two I just mentioned are probably 90-minute guys. And yeah, we've seen if Pascal Gross is playing, he might still be on pens if Jean-Pedro isn't back yet. And, yeah, Watkins against Fulham. It just speaks yeah. for itself. So th- absolutely the benefit of getting in an extra doubler who then doesn't even play anyway. I mean, if I was planning to bench boost, it would be a different story because I could do that for Cole Palmer, who's currently sitting on my bench. But, yeah, I've... I feel like the bench boost might kind of be forced if I went with it because I'm relying on um Lamptey from Brighton yeah. to actually play, which is just risky. <laughs> and Taylor. And Taylor, yeah, who's only just yeah. reported back. He's, so I'd I'd he's have just to take returned a hit. to
1: training, but he's been out for a while. So Yeah.
0: I'd have to take a four point hit just to make the bench boost worth it, which doesn't really feel worthwhile because it actually put me in a worse position for twenty six anyway so
1: yeah it doesn't feel worthwhile to me either because yes it puts you in a worse position of a 26 you have to take a hit for it but also um this is a this is a week where you've got the opportunity to use your triple captain and you might yeah. not have a better opportunity to use your triple captain later whereas there's going to be other opportunities to use your bench boost um because yeah. you've still got your second wild card to go and a couple of big doubles to go so you yeah. think you'd be able to use your bench boost later um mm. And I know that you were kind of a while ago, a few weeks ago, you were talking about using your bench boost now so that you don't have to pick a full squad on your second wild card. But yeah, um, I think that that's a minor sacrifice, especially given all the value picks that we've got this year. So no, I, think I think you should still you should the, be able to do you should be able to do like a good solid squad. Um, of bench players that play 90 minutes. Um, there's, just, there's just so many players out there. There are only like four, 4.5 yeah um, midfielders. Like you've got Garnacho who's under five. Uh, there's plenty of value picks out there. So it shouldn't be too hard to put together a bench boost uh, team on a wild card.
0: Yeah, I agree. And yeah, part of, part of my original thinking with the bench boost in 25 was the free hit in 26. But yep. sort of looking at putting together a free hit side to what I have now... It's only a few players. It's not that many players different. Like yeah. you're looking at, you know, getting your Ollie Watkins and you want your Triple City and like I've I've got all those a lot of those pieces in place. And, you know, Arsenal still have really good fixtures. So yeah. Yep. it's it doesn't yeah. it feels almost like wasting the free hit just to make the bench boost and which, yeah, it feels like two chips yeah. for the price of one and I don't really want to do that.
1: Yeah, I, I think that yeah, that's a bridge too far, to be honest, as well. Mm. Yeah, you as you say you're almost you're pretty well set up for 26 as it is. So yeah. uh you can make better use of that later as well.
0: That's right. And um yourself, how are you sort of set up for the double? How many are you looking at, at owning?
1: I don't have as many as you. Um I've got one, two, three, four. Yeah, I've only got four. Yeah. Um I've got I've got a fifth technically because I've got Pinnock, but he's going to, I'm going to put him on the bench no matter what. So um, I've got four that I'm going to play and I'll probably get a fifth and that'll do me. I've just, I've got, um, I've got two City, I've got one Liverpool and I've got one Luton right now and I'm going to bring in, I'm probably going to bring in another one with my one free transfer. Uh Um, I was giving a fair bit of consideration to bringing in and like taking a minus four to bring in a sixth. Um, probably being like a, a, a Man City defender. But what I realized is that if I do that, I'm just going to have to bench a really good um, a really good defender. Um, you know, So what's the point in taking a minus four to then bench someone that may outscore that play you bring in? Like I've got Pedro Porro home to Wolves, Gabriel, who's just had a 12-pointer and a 17-pointer in the last few weeks. I've got a Stupinan away to Sheffield United. And, you know, he, with um the injuries that Brighton have had Um, in, I think, is it Hinchelwood that's injured? Yeah, Hinchelwood's um, injured as well. So yeah. that sort of, that should. And the fact that Lamptey, I think maybe got a little knock as well, although I'm not sure about that. He's, he's um, currently f- flagged at the moment, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I was a little bit concerned about Estepinian's minutes but I'm less concerned about that now. So him playing Sheffield, like it just seems like a little bit of a, it does seem, it it seems like a risk to take a minus four to bench one of those three players and any one of those three could punish me. Yeah, um, And then the player I bring in, like I might bring in, say I bring in Ake or Walker. They might play one of the games, concede a goal and then not play the second game. And it ends up being, like a three-pointer so yeah um yeah i just don't think it's worth it um you know game week 20 i mean it would be another player for game week 26 as well but i think i can wait till game week 26 to reassess um which uh players i want from 26 onwards i don't think i need to bring in another double game weaker so i i think similar to what you the point you made like Um, And I think we talked about it maybe even two or three weeks ago. There's that many good fixtures for single game week players that, you know, if I brought in more double game week players, I would just be benching someone that I didn't want to bench. Yeah. Um, You know, like I've got like Richarlison's got Wolves at home. Saka's got Burnley. um, Watkins has got Fulham. You know, these are not players that I want to bench. So, you know, I think I'll just, I am a little concerned. I've probably got, maybe one less double game week player than most other people do. But on the other hand, I'm extremely happy with all of the single game week players I have. So I'm just going to have faith that they can um, they can cover as much as the double game week, as, as much of the double game week scores as, as they can. And, um, and yeah, I think the other thing to consider, which we haven't really touched on yet is that there aren't actually that many double game week players where you can really be confident of 180 minutes. Yeah. Um that, that we haven't sort of got already. Like the Liverpool players are all you know, as you were saying with with Jotter, we might expect 120 minutes from him and most of the Liverpool players are the same. You can't really nail down a, a Liverpool attacker that's gonna um that's gonna get 180 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean I've been holding Darwin for a very long time and yep. It, on paper, like yeah, this this double looks really good. But if I had the choice, if I did have any Liverpool coverage, I'd I'd definitely lean more into Jota than Darwin. But it's just yep. I just have Darwin, so I'm just going to stick with it. And yeah, I think I think
1: Darwin is a really good pick for this week. I wouldn't be concerned yeah. about that at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not concerned concerned about it. But yeah. I think if you're heading into this game week and you've got a choice yeah. between yeah. the two, obviously it's team dependent, but. Yeah, I think Jota probably gets the gets the chocolate there.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's such a it's such a um a tricky dynamic. The way everything that's going on, Liverpool have got two really good double game week fixtures, but it's hard to nail down Liverpool players that are going to play 180 minutes. And secondly, um, they've got to blank the very next week. So you really have to, yeah, you you really have to kind of put the emotion aside like the fomo of not having a whole stack of double game week players and really think about you know do I want to take hits for these players that might not play 180 minutes and then I just have to deal with a blank next week anyway so yeah um yeah for me for my side I think taking hits just doesn't mathematically add up
0: yeah yeah you're taking a hit to get them in this week and then you're having to take a hit the following week so, it yeah. just that just doesn't make sense.
1: I think uh, I think the team that I'm um, that I'll have next week is probably going to be nine players. Um, so I'll use a free transfer to make it ten, and it's just going to be a matter of whether I take a hit to make it eleven. So if I was to bring in another Liverpool player, then it just means one less player next week or one more hit next week, as you say. Yeah. Um, I know that some people are probably in a better position than that. Like there might be some people out there that have have set themselves up nicely so they can have two free transfers next week and have a full 11 without having to worry about hits. Um, but unfortunately I'm not in that position. I'm, I'm looking at having 10 or 11, 10 next week, 11 with a hit, Yeah, um, which I'm not too, which I, I think is not too bad. I think there's definitely going to be players out there that are worse placed than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But um, you touched on Liverpool players. We saw Mo Salah. He was pictured at at training, not actually doing training. He was just pictured at training. Now, everyone's got all these plans at the moment with what they're doing and who they're getting and their their chip strategy and stuff. And I was actually thinking this like earlier on in the week, like, you you know, because you you jump on FBL Twitter and everyone's just doing like brain dumps of what they're doing. And I was just thinking, have any of these people actually considered what they're going to do when Mo Salah inevitably returns in the next few weeks
1: yeah well yes but I'm, I'm looking at for my team at least I'm looking at Mo Salah and thinking I, I think I might swerve him almost until after um blank game week 29 yeah um which seems like a long way away and it seems like an outrageous period of time to be without him but if you look at the fixtures coming up so obviously he's got the double this week and it's unlikely that he's going to start either of those. I think you know maybe he's going to be ready to come off the bench for the second one. I mean maybe he makes two bench appearances. I doubt that we'll see him start either of them. I could yeah. be proven wrong. Um, and then after that he's got a blank. Um, then he's got one. Then Liverpool have got Nottingham Forest away, which is a fantastic fixture in twenty-seven. But then they've got Man City, and then in game week twenty-nine they've likely got another blank. Yeah. And then you get to game week. Th- 30 and that's sort of when it um and that's back sort of when again. it gets yeah that's when it gets good again and that's sort of around the time that um I'm looking at playing my wild card so I think as as exciting as it is to see mo back in training and you know the the initial um the initial instinct is to be like let's figure out a way to get him in when you actually take a step back and look at it you know I think it's not a priority transfer to make this week, and it's not even really for me a priority transfer to plan for. Um, I'm just gonna I think probably wait until the wild card comes along.
0: Mm, yeah, exactly. i I tend to agree that you could probably get away with it between um, now and and then um, yeah. anyway, but uh, say managers out there are thinking they want to triple up on city, which makes sense because great yep. fixtures both at home, which is a big big yep. deal as well. And then they also got the fixture in 26 as well. And you know, they might only have double city at the moment. Would, would would you lean towards an extra city attacker, knowing how many goals they can actually create, or a defender, with you know, they got Chelsea and um who else they got? Brentford. So Brentford, yeah. I mean, there's the, the issue, there's no guarantee that city keep clean sheets. And I was talking to you before we went mm. to air about listening or watching the Champions League this morning and when Copenhagen scored, it was with their first attempt on goal. And the commentator said that this was the 13th time this season City have conceded from the first attempt at their goals, which when you think about it is pretty crazy. It's probably nearly a quarter of of their games.
1: Yeah, it's an incredible stat. And it's something that we've seen probably for a couple of years from them, and it feels like it's something that will equalize and it's not a it's not a sustainable thing to happen but it just keeps on happening. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I I just think that the best three Man City assets are attackers. Yeah. You know like if if you had unlimited funds or if you were free hitting, you would have Haaland, De Bruyne and Foden, right? Yeah. Um I'm punching but, the butt. <laughs> that's what I got. <laughs> that's what you got and that's not what I got. I don't have De Bruyne. Um I guess it's sort of it depends on what position your team's in as well. Like if you've got, uh, you know, if you're, if you're like me and you've got um, good single game week midfielders, then I don't know. Do you want to take a hit for De Bruyne? Um, Especially considering how much money he costs. Like for me, um, if I brought, I can afford to bring in De Bruyne for say Cole Palmer, for example, but, that restricts what I can do between now and blank game week 29. And I'm trying to be disciplined and trying to plan, not just for this week, but for, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the period of 24 to 29, that five week period is almost like a block that you've got to almost plan for collectively instead of just playing week to week. So, yeah, I think the sacrifices that I have to make in future weeks to get in De Bruyne it just, it just doesn't make sense for me. But other people, it might make sense for them. Um, and then it, there might be other people where, like, they've really got a couple of defenders that need to go, whether it's through injury or, or form or poor fixtures or whatever. And I think if you've got a team where the most obvious transfer out is a defender, then there's nothing wrong with bringing in a Man City defender. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in that instance, like... Um, and would you think case... Ake would be the best
0: option? Because that's personally who I think would
1: be the best. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I th- obviously... Um, There's now, no real think...
0: competition on that left defensive side for City because yeah. Vardial is going to be out now for a, a number of weeks, the I two I to three weeks.
1: Yeah. He's going to be out for two to three weeks. And really all we care about with Man City is the double pl- pl- plus probably game week 26. Yeah. Um, because their fixtures turn... Pretty bad, sort of. After that, mm-hmm. um, from twenty eight, at least, I think they turned quite bad. So, um, yeah, I think, as you say, Guardiola's injury kind of cements Ake is probably the best choice. I think before that, I think Kyle Walker um, was also a pretty good, um, a pretty good option. You know, when they struggled against Everton, he brought on Walker, and almost yeah. in my mind, I'm thinking maybe he's realised that not starting Walker was a mistake. And, you know, in order to turn it around, he brought on he brought on Walker and then it wasn't long after that. Like, I know he brought on other players too, but it wasn't long after that, that they scored their two goals. Yep. So I think Walker is first choice and he will play the vast majority of games. So I think he's another decent option. But, yeah, as you say, Ake is probably the number one.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, one team that we haven't touched on that also have a double this game week is Brentford. And we've seen... Ivan Tony, it seems to be going almost a goal a game since since his yeah. return. Now on paper, it's probably a really tough double with Liverpool at home and then City away. But if you're looking for a player that fits the mold of a double this week, a game in 26 and a game in 29, which is against Burnley, mm. it maybe it's one of those transfers that you look, you you take that that period of like you're talking about, like game weeks 24 to Twenty nine, and you go looking at that. Ivan Tony is one of those transfers that I just do, and I just leave it, and it's just gonna just tick over.
1: I could not agree more, one hundred percent. Like I, I'm ninety nine percent, um, ninety nine percent. Ivan Tony is going to be my transfer in this week.
0: Yeah,
1: um, that's my plan. Like I've, yeah, I'm one of the few managers that haven't been rocking a front three, um, mm-hmm. for the last like a, for six weeks or so. A lot of people have been doing that or more. Yeah. I'm still stuck with um, Cameron Archer on my bench. And he did start last week and score a goal. um, And he does have a fixture in 26, but I'm just generally not seeing him as someone that I can rely on to start because he's not really an option. More often than not. Yeah. No. So I want to move to that front three and Archer bringing in Archer, uh, sorry, bringing in Tony for Archer makes sense for my team. Um, and that allows me to bench Cole Palmer away to Man City this week. And that's going to be how my squad set up. That's the extra double game weeker I'm going to have. I really like Tony. And um, I can't believe how many people have talked him down this week. Like I've listened to quite a, quite a bit of content. And a lot of people are saying, uh, I don't really like the fixtures. I don't think he's the best option. Um, I really disagree with that. I think he's a fantastic option. And I'm really happy that not everyone um Agrees, and not that many other people are going to bring him in. I'm really happy to have him for this mm. double game week, and all the way up to 29, as you say. I'm excited to have him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because looking, I I think that one of the reasons why people don't want to bring in Tony is because people have got Harland, Watkins, and Solanke. And Watkins has got great fixtures. He's got a he's got a really good fixture in 26. A possible captain. He's got a he's got a decent fixture in 29. Um, and then solanke has got the double game week in twenty eight. Yeah. So people are like, well, what am I going to do? I, you know, I, I can't get Tony in because of that. But um, my plan is actually to lose Haaland in um, in game week. I think twenty eight um, because they've got Liverpool away. So I think I'm going to my route to Solanke in double game week twenty eight is going to be Harland because mm-hmm. um, yeah, Liverpool, Man City have got Liverpool away. Then they blank in twenty nine. Then they've got Arsenal in game week thirty. And I'll wild card in 30 or 31. So I'm not concerned about losing Haaland for that period at all. So the fact that I don't have Solanke already has given me the ability to bring in Ivan Tony, which I'm really excited about because he's going to be a bit of a differential for me in this double game week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really like it all. You know, we saw Sergio Region um racking up the points as well recently. So maybe that's another option there for managers looking to make that extra, you know, defensive is- transfer.
1: What do you think about that though? Like, are you do you like the Reggion transfer for this double game week? I was
0: mucking around with getting in a Brentford defender, not necessarily for like for this week, maybe from like twenty six onwards, just to cover twenty six and twenty nine. And it honestly, it's not the worst idea. We've seen how much of a difference attacking fullbacks make. Um, Yeah, because yeah, I mean, they don't have Uncle Rico Henry um, this season, and and Henry was a player that I. Had in my squad at the start of the season, and, and often played, and was pretty. You know, I got pretty fortunate with some of his points. So yeah. yeah, it's not not the worst idea, but yeah, sort of hoping that they they stay fit for that for that period. But yeah, it's a, it's probably another option that managers maybe are glossing over because, you know, we've seen Luton take a lot of the headlines the last few weeks with their performances, and rightly so. But you yeah. know, probably had they beaten Sheffield United, it would be a different story. Like they'd still be. Yeah extremely popular and probably attracting even more interest. But yeah, that Sheffield reality check maybe just made managers just realize, Oh, actually this is a team that is actually at yeah. the bottom of near the bottom of the table.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Let's not forget that this is Luton we're dealing with kind of thing. Yeah. Who who wants yeah. to have
0: a Luton double defense in their side? Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know one guy that does. Um yeah, but getting back to Brentford, I kind of, it, it's funny, it's its a bit ironic that um, Brentford have got a double game week this week, but in terms of their defence at least, um, I actually like them much more for the single game weeks from 26 to 29, and the, the one week that I don't like them so much for is actually the double. The double, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean like in in game week 28 they've got Arsenal which is obviously a difficult fixture but he's it's easy to bench a Brentford defender for those. What's more important for that for sorry for that week. But what's more important is 26 and 29 which is the blanks. Yeah. They've got good fixtures in both of those weeks but I really don't like Brentford defenders for this week. You know, you've got to think they're going to concede probably two at least two goals in each of those games, maybe even four in one of them. Um And so then you're dealing with like one point over two games, and that's before you introduce the possibility of yellow cards. So you really <laughs> are relying on a you know an assist. And even yeah. if you get an assist from on, he could still just get you kind of three or four total points for the game week. So I really don't like Brentford defenders for the double, which is why I'm benching Ethan Pinnock this week. Yeah. Um, but I do like them for 26 and 29. So that's the mm. that's the interesting dynamic um, of Brentford in this double.
0: Okay, well, that was a really good discussion about the doubles and what chips we're going to be using. But on the other side of this, we're going to preview the rest of Double Game Week 25. All right, welcome back to the FPL SideNet Podcast, and it's time to have a look at the rest of Game Week 25. Now, we talked a lot about detail in Brentford and Liverpool, but they're the two teams that actually kick off our, our game week and they are the early fixture. So yeah, Brentford hosting Liverpool, great game. It's going to be really fun to watch on, on TV. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and we usually get some decent leaks as well. Yeah, on we do Liverpool lineup. So we'll probably find out before deadline, whether Salah is in the squad or not in the squad. Um, and who's starting? Um, that's so what's that might... that's
0: what's going to melt FPL Twitter if there's reports that, and it, I'm fully expecting Salah to probably travel with the squad, which is probably what yeah. what we'll know. But yeah, if there's leaks that Salah is in the starting eleven, that's going to really oh, yeah. that's going no to no chance chaos, no chance. Surely there's so.
1: surely there's no chance that he's in the starting eleven. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't start a game when you're just coming back from like a four week hamstring injury, would you? Yeah. Like, I'm sure he's, his first appearance will be kind of like 20, 30 minutes off the bench. Mm. But I think for me, if he is on the bench in this game, then maybe there's a chance he starts the second one. And that might even be enough for some people. To yeah, go, You know what, fuck it, I'm bringing him in. Like, There is a school of thought, which I don't think is a terrible one that says, you know, like, take advantage of... It's one of the only opportunities to take advantage of a low-owned Salah. Yeah. So if he's going to be on the bench in the first one and you can take a gamble on him maybe starting the second one and be one of the only people that have him. But I don't think, I think it's too rich for my blood. So.
0: (laughs) Well then, um, you know, the, the slate of two AM fixtures. So we got Burnley up against Arsenal. This just looks like a a walk in the park for, for Arsenal here that I don't know what they've been doing since they took that, um, you know, mid season break trip to Saudi Arabia where Ben White was just constantly tanning, but. They've come yep. back completely like they, they're looking like the Arsenal of the last season, scoring goals for fun, suckers back in the goals constantly. Yeah. Gabriel yeah. banging them in for fun. So,
1: yeah, and I, I think, I mean, obviously, set pieces are a huge part of it. Like, since they put Kevin yeah. Rice on corners, I think <laughs> it's made a huge difference. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, I mean, Odegaard wasn't great early in the first part of the season. I wonder if maybe his corners just weren't quite hitting the mark. Um, they must have done a fair bit of work on them in that little two-week break that they had. But Declan Rice on not only corners, but he um, was on direct. Uh, sorry, um, he was on free kicks as well, or at least some of them the other yeah. day. Um, so yeah, I mean that seems to be really, um, really working for them. So I yeah. think it was Gabrielle's goal was off a was off a free kick, wasn't it? It, wasn't it was a
0: corner. off a of Declan yeah. Rice free kick. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, Declan so. Rice corner.
1: Yeah. No, I think it was a free kick. I think Saliba's was from a corner and maybe Gabriel's was from a free kick. Oh,
0: possibly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're anyway, there was De- so many. Decl- <laughs> yeah, there was. It's hard to remember them all. But yeah, Declan Rice re- being on um set pieces seems to have made a huge difference and then yeah, in open play they're looking a lot better as well, so. Mm. Um, juicy. Yeah. It's it's funny because it it really was only 2-3 weeks ago that people were talking about selling Saka. Yeah, and I mean, and people will still have still been even the last week or two they've been benching him, um, and yeah, I just I would never bench Saka like he's just he's yeah. just, if I've got him in the team he's just starting every week he's just he's so good.
0: Yeah, he's one of those glue guys. Then we got yeah Fulham Villa, which on paper looks like a, a great fixture as well, especially for you know managers that might still have Ollie Watkins like myself, but. Yeah, um, yeah, that that's that,
1: that, a that's a lock for both teams to score. Like, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't like I was to have say, any defensive assets in that game.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be confident in a clean sheet for for either team. And then, yeah, Newcastle, Bournemouth, so the battle of both ends of uh, of Britain there. But yeah, Newcastle, it's it's a bit hard to know which type of Newcastle will will, will turn up here. But yeah, Bruno, yeah, um, Guimarez was. Amazing against Nottingham Forest uh, last game week, but it, Newcastle just haven't had that that consistency that they had last season. So, yeah, um, a big fixture for them at home against Bournemouth. They'll be expecting three points, but the clean sheet—it's a bit—it's mm, a bit hard yeah, to tell. I mean,
1: it, it's funny, like um, at the start of the season, you would look at that and go, "Well, that's a terrible fixture for Solanke." Yeah. I look at that now and go, there's a, there's a goal or two there for Bournemouth. It's just a matter yeah. of whether Newcastle can score more. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a good fixture for um, people that still have. Um. I was going to say, I nearly said Aaron Gordon again, the the Denver <laughs> Nugget. No, um, Anthony that's, Gordon. That's, that's my joke. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you've 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 set Inception. my brain to think Inception, of Aaron I put it in there. Now. You've done it, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's a good fixture if you've got um Gordon and there's people this week that are you know thinking of benching him because they you know they've they've got benching dilemmas. So yeah, um, but yeah, I think it's a good fixture for attacking assets from both teams, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, for, exactly for both teams. So yeah, and we saw yeah Gordon. Uh, I mean yeah, a lot of managers got rid of him last week when Eddie Howe was. Talking down his or talking up his injury, which naughty boy.
1: He basically ruled him out.
0: Yeah. Which is not the first time this season Eddie Howe has led lots of FPL managers astray. So
1: I don't know why people even listen to the press conferences anymore. Like, you know, like there's all these, all these quotes come out after the press conference and go, oh, Gordon's out. You know, I might bench him. I might sell him. It's like, you know, nothing more than you did before the press conference. Like, yeah. What he says means nothing.
0: Mm, yeah, take it take it with a grain of salt. Then, um, yeah, Forest yeah. West Ham. This, you know, a, a clash of two teams struggling at the moment. So yeah, West yeah. Ham after getting absolutely demolished, looking to bounce back, and will be tricky traveling to Forest. They've sort of tightened up a little bit, but.
1: Yeah. yeah, there might be. It'd be interesting to see if there's a reaction from West Ham. I mean, we saw um, we saw Sheffield lose five nil, and then the following week, against everyone's expectation, they came out and won three one against. Yeah. Leiden, right. So yeah. Um, I guess it can go one of two ways. They can drop their heads, or they can have a reaction. So I guess we'll see.
0: There's a lot of Bowen owners out there at the moment, probably getting to be frustrated with the returns that have been coming from Bowen or lack of. Returns. I reckon if there's a lot of managers out there that still own him, he's probably going to be one of those sacrificial spots in midfield. It sort of feels like an easy transfer to make to get a doubler.
1: It does. It does. But on the other hand, there's people that are like, well, he's got a game in 29. It seems silly to sell him. Um, And I, I sort of had, because I sold him last week for Jotter and I had that kind of thought cross my mind like, oh, now that they've got the game in 29, maybe I shouldn't. But then I could just see myself being annoyed every week at blank after blank, which I had been, yeah, you know, being annoyed. I, I had that, that had been happening to me for the previous few weeks that I'd had him, and I just thought, no, I'm just going to cut the cord. You know, him having a fixture in 29, how many points am I going to lose between now and then, just so I can get his fixture in 29? It's just it's not worth it. Yeah, so I do I do think he's a sell. Um, I'd rather sell him now, get a player that's going to score well over the next few weeks, and then an extra minus 4 in 29 um you should be able to more than afford that um, mm. to get another player that, that has a game
0: yeah yeah and then um Spurs hosting Wolves so we see whomin well, sun was back after his yeah asian ex, um asian cup ex, expedition and yeah wolves losing kunya now with with an injury which is bad timing but at the same time Huang's walked back into the door so
1: yeah that's right at least they have got, got he chan back mm. um I'm really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be one of yeah. the more entertaining games of of um of the weekend. Really, it's going to be yeah.
0: great. I agree that that goal rush. Watch it if you if you're you know up for the goal rush show at two a.m. It, it looks like there's going to be a lot of goals across all those yeah. games.
1: I don't think I'm going to be able to do it this week. My my son's uh, birthday party is this Sunday, so. Hey. I'd I'm not sure how I'm gonna get away with staying up till four o'clock in the morning watching the Premier League. So I yeah. might just have to sacrifice the uh the the Premier the party. League this week. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> My wife would kill me.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Hayden, no know that this year. Dad's watching football. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dad's dad's sleeping because he was watching football all night. <laughs>
0: Tell the people
1: to go away. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. then uh, yeah, Man City, Chelsea at four thirty AM on Sunday. Oh, do I set the alarm to watch Chelsea get absolutely bent over? Uh, I'm not too sure, but I think, sure you do. I, I think I'll, I'll I'll get up and and watch that. But yeah, yeah. it's it's not going to be pleasant. I think I'll be watching it like just like sort of peeking my hands out from uh, sorry, peeking yeah. through my the fingers of my hands, expecting well, an you, actual demolition.
1: You're are you going to be triple captain on Harlan?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when he's playing so, my team.
1: It's one of those things where it's like either your your team has an incredible performance and you know surprisingly does well, or your triple captain bangs. Either way, um, you can be happy-ish,
0: or it'll be like a Rodri one-nil winner. I, I, yeah. I don't gain anything from it. <laughs> that's what
1: you. That's what you don't want. Or yeah, that's exactly what you don't want.
0: Oh yeah, that that's that's a that's a big one there. And Sheffield United against Brighton, one of those one of those um single game, uh, well single fixtures in a double game week that might get overlooked by a lot of managers making transfers. But yeah, that's oh, on paper a great one for Brighton.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although Sheffield were a lot better last week, but they were. Still, I think. But yeah, I still think that I don't I think, think back Brighton. At no, I I think Brighton will. Yeah, kind of rip them to shreds. To be honest, mm. um, maybe not as bad as Villa did, but yeah, um, you'd be surprised to see Brighton score less than three goals in that game. So, uh, fingers crossed that Pinion plays um, for me because uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be devastated if I um, if he's on the bench. And I could have <laughs> I could have brought in a Man City defender, but um, it is a good attacking fixture for Brighton. So I hopefully, get something from uh, from my mate Purvis this week.
0: Mm, let's go, and I'll be I'll be with um, Pascal Gross. So um, there
1: you go. About schnell, he, will he be in your starting eleven?
0: Yes, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm go. not. I'm not benching another double digit
1: <laughs> return. Yeah, <laughs> good man.
0: Uh, and then yeah, uh, Luton against Man United. So yeah, the first of of Luton's double this game week now. Yeah, United traveling to um to Luton. It's it's. Uh, you know, it's not gonna be a comfortable fixture for United, but United have been much better.
1: Yeah, Hoyland is absolutely Hoyland. on a tear at the moment, isn't he? He has really found his feet at the moment. Yeah. Well, let's hope for the sake of us Kaminsky owners that um <laughs> he's uh all of his shots are straight down the throat of the keeper this week.
0: <laughs> Hopefully for, for lots of saves there, but yeah, that's that's um yeah. An in- it's going to be an interesting game to, to see how that one unfolds. But then, um, yeah, Tuesday morning, we got Everton hosting Crystal Palace. And now, yeah, Palace, still no Eze, no Gay, no Elise. Um They did give Chelsea a bit of trouble the other morning, but I think that was more down to Chelsea not being, you know, that clinical with the amount of possession that they actually controlled yeah. in that game. And, yeah, <laughs>
1: You know, I like I like Everton in this game for yeah. a pretty like ru- like a routine kind of feels like, like a one 0
0: Yeah, one nil, two 0 yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah, like this, this game and the Nottingham Forest versus West Ham game, like those are the ones that like that's the who gives a shit games of the weekend, right? Like <laughs> no one's got assets from either of these teams.
0: Well pick for Pickford owners, if there's still still some out there, they'll they'll be
1: Yeah, there's probably a couple of Branthwaite owners too, but yeah, like, usually yeah. kind of second or third on the bench. But
0: yeah. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like that that could be a winner there. Yeah, Man City hosting Brentford in, you know, the second of their fixtures on Wednesday morning. And yeah, I mean, it, they only just played each other like what two weeks ago? Or Was it the last week? I can. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. it was three one. Yeah, in, a, again, uh, away from home for yeah. Man City, so Neil you'd Morphe. think it'd be. Yes, that's right. Triple
0: captaincy on Neil Murphy.
1: Yeah, look, it's an option. We'll, yeah, I'll put <laughs> it. Like it's an option. <laughs> I'll put him on the baby pile.
0: <laughs> oh, that, that's going to be a fun one. And then, yeah, closing out the game on the 22nd of February, Liverpool, Luton. So, this fixture does take place a few days before the League Cup final. Which, so,
1: yeah, I, I'm not. If there's going to be some rotation for Liverpool, this is the game. It
0: feels like that could be it. So, yeah.
1: I, yeah, that's this
0: is probably the fixture where you. Probably going to be a little bit worried about, um yeah, starting in ninety minutes. So yeah.
1: yeah, I think this is the one where people are going to be sweating the team sheets on yeah. their Liverpool. I think that they're going to pretty much most likely pick like a first choice eleven in the Brentford game. Yeah, Um it's the Luton game where you kind of because obviously some players are going to start both. Like yeah, you can't you can't bench everyone. So no, people are going to be waiting for that team sheet to to come out and just sweating it and just hoping that the double game week players they have get more minutes. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they, you'd think that there would be some kind of management of minutes ahead of the League Cup final, right?
0: Yeah, you, you think so. So, yeah, that's, that's a bumper game week 25, and it's going to be a lot of fun indeed. And, yeah, don't forget that FPL deadline is 10 p.m. here. On Saturday night. Now, it's time for Goodwill Punting, where we look at a differential for the game week. Andrew, last week, I went with Neil Morpay, the GOAT. Um, he let me down, two points. So, shame on me. You told me, yep. don't go Morpay. I said, no. I was let down.
1: <laughs> yeah. said, so, no, he's my boy. He's He won't let me down, and he did.
0: No, and, and you went with Adebayo from Luton, who got you five points thanks to an assist there. So...
1: No goals, but
0: at least got you the points there. So congratulations, you you get that win. So who are you choosing for this double game week twenty five?
1: So this week I've gone for Connor Bradley, um, the right back from Liverpool. Uh, He's only four point one million, so very very friendly to the uh, to the old wallet. Uh, (laughs) Two point one percent owned, Um, and yeah, I mean obviously high. I'm surprised too, but I think maybe. Maybe it's climbed a bit this week, just with the Trent injury. Maybe people getting him in early. Maybe. Um, who knows? Maybe there was a there was a few people that just sort of like um, knee jerk transferred him in after his twenty pointer the other day. Who knows? Mm. But um, yeah, I guess with Trent, it seems like Trent's struggling with his injury. Uh, I don't know if we've got official word on him being out, but it seems like he's very likely to be out for the double game week. Is that is that right?
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the concrete news about it, but I don't yeah.
1: think there has been any concrete news. But it doesn't look great for him. And even if he is fit, like you think that they're going to be heavily managing his minutes. So, I think that even if Trent's fit, Connor Bradley starts one of the two games in the double. Yeah. Um. And if he's going to start one of them, it's probably going to be the Luton one. Um. So, which is the best fixture anyway? So I think he's a really good punt. Um. Yeah. I think he'll play. He'll probably start one of them and maybe bench appearance in the other one, but even just one game against Brentford or um or Luton I think is a decent a decent um punt for that price
0: yep yep I agree it's not, it's not a bad one actually I'm thinking about it now myself
1: <laughs> um, thinking about it for your team yeah <laughs> it is, it's it's just that it's that same problem where 26 is a problem but for 25 is fantastic
0: yeah true true as um, an enabler yeah. yeah yeah I mean I've got a Charlie Taylor. Sitting on my third on my bench at the moment, I'm thinking, oh, if I swap Taylor to Bradley, I play him this game week, and then yeah. maybe I flip him someone which else. Defender,
1: which defender are you benching if you did that?
0: That's right. It's probably it's probably Pedro Parro. and I'm like, yeah, uh, Poro gets Wolves. I think
1: is you know that's that's a risk. It Home is. To Wolves, he could do anything. But anyway, it is. We that digress. Might
0: be, might be more valuable just to, to keep that transfer. But um, I uh, I've chosen Rodri, so I've been wanting nice. to use Rodri for a while in this segment. And I've been waiting for the double game week 25. Um, so 5.6 million, a little bit more on the expensive side, but still great enabling opportunity. 5.3% owned. Now, you know, with Rodri, he's starting every game. He's playing every game. He just recently, I saw the the stats from Opta that he went 12 whole months without losing a single game for City. So he's that That's incredible, influential in that City team. And we've seen a lot the last, you know, 12 months or so. He he loves getting goals. He's getting involved. He's almost playing like a number eight.
1: And he just has that. He does crash. He gets a lot of shots out every game. Yeah. He does not mind a bit of a pop from outside the box either.
0: Yeah. And yeah, he's he's not shy of taking a shot. He takes a lot of shots too. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's always involved. So yeah, five goals, four assists this season in the Premier League. So. Yeah, if you're looking at getting a third city and you you know, there'll be people out there that really trying to make the budget work. It's honestly, I don't think it's the worst decision.
1: Yeah, no, I like it. I think it's a really good shout to be honest. Um mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just whether you've got a midfield spot for him, but in isolation, I I don't mind it at all
0: hmm Also, we'll hopefully he doesn't get a red card but <laughs> anyway uh, it's time for O captain my captain top three captaincy picks andrew we've got the same choices again two weeks in a row which is a good sign because we both had good yep. weeks last week so That's true. who are you giving the armband or should i say triple armband <laughs> to this game week
1: maybe you should um Ooh. well it, look it's it's a better sign for you than it is for me because you've got all three of them i've only got two but no um, no i
0: don't have jota spoiler oh, alert <laughs> uh, all
1: right <laughs> okay well i've got harland we both have Haaland first yeah kdb second jota third yeah i think i think it's pretty in my mind it's kind of clear cut there might be people out there that disagree but i think it's pretty straightforward that those are the yeah. three best captain options i guess the question I've got for you is: Do you think like I'm going to triple Captain Harland, and I'm going to do it confidently? But do you think that the fact that he blanked in a three-one win in the Champions League today, do you think that's going to turn some people off? Because um, I kind of hope it does. I hope that it keeps the EO down a little bit.
0: I, you know, it may. Um, but having watched that game this morning, like Harland was so unlucky. Like on another day, he walks away with the match ball. Like there was, yeah, he was so involved. Um, the Copenhagen keeper made quite a f- number of really good saves, and and Harlan was looking at his absolute best. So, you look at hungry. He was. He was looking really hungry, and you know, doing the, all those athletic. Um, it, it's amazing how he can get his body to the ball like in, in the yep. ways that other players just can't. So he looked like he was really up for it, and that's probably what's going to drive him on and yeah I'm
1: that's and I think he's going to be really motivated to score against Brentford to be honest I think he knows that it's the only Premier League team he's never scored against
0: yeah and I mean coming up against the Chelsea side this game week that's more than likely going to have Thiago Silva um yeah. and Desasi leaving acres of space between him and Thiago Silva Haaland's going to be running
1: straight Sorry, at can them too Thiago to... Silva get injured so he's not even is he likely to be out
0: uh no, he was he was playing against Crystal Palace.
1: Yeah, no, he, he went off injured at like the sixtieth minute.
0: Did he? Oh geez, I can't remember Crystal- now.
1: Yeah, he stretched for like a he stretched to block a, a cross or something and then he oh, did that's his right groin. He did too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we, so who is gonna be the center pairing for Chelsea if he's out?
0: Yeah, well yeah, Cole came yeah, that's right, Cole came on. Yeah, um so, so it could be Maybe Cole comes on. I know Bat- Sheila is out as well. So, and yeah, Fafana's know when you're starting. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be... They're pretty thin. They're, yeah, they're pretty thin. So, I think that sort of leans more in favour of the triple captaincy on, on Haaland. Sure.
1: And their, <laughs> their defence, yeah. I mean, Chelsea's defence hasn't looked good for no. a while. So, um, yeah, I think triple captaining Haaland looks really good. But I guess having said that, You know, KDB. I think he's a pretty good differential option as well. If you want to, if you just want to take a bit of a punt and swerve the, you know, the, I guess the the highest EO, Mm, yeah, Um, yeah, go for a little bit of a differential. I don't think KDB is the worst.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the EO for Haaland will be this game. It's going to be over two hundred percent. That's yeah, That's a sure thing. <laughs> oh
1: Well, yeah. Do you think it will be? Because his, so. his ownership is still not quite back up to where it was before he got his injury. Um, I guess that's what I was saying. I was hoping that it would be the fact that he blanked against Copenhagen. I was hoping that would keep it down under 200%, but it probably won't. You're right. Mm. It's probably going to be, uh, you know, just over that that number. Um, yeah. And then in terms of, uh, and I think his minutes are probably more secure than KDB as well. KDB is probably you're probably looking at like jotter, Jotter-like minutes, 120 minutes rather than sort of 180.
0: Yeah, possibly, yeah. I think it's it's a confident triple captaincy shout uh, from the both of us there. Now, before we wrap up, the FPL net podcast mini league. So Mahesh Sharma with Inter Melbourne is still leading. So holding on to that top spot. Another week sitting on 1,548 points. And yeah, Mahesh got 81 points this game week. Andrew, up to 25th. Rose, again, going in the right direction. You, you, you're going to be coming up to graphics territory soon, I reckon. A couple more greens. I, honestly,
1: I I am a bit concerned about this double game week because I I am I'm short. I've only got one Liverpool player, and I think that there's a chance that I get absolutely slaughtered rank wise this game week. Oh, um, we'll, see. we'll see. Could be those single
0: go. game week is the deal for you.
1: Yeah, I need my single game weekers to do well and I need all the Liverpool players to, to have less than 180 minutes so that it doesn't quite hurt me as much as I'm scared that it might. <laughs>
0: and, yeah, coming in second in the mini-league is Matthew Bayer, who is also a manager of the game week. So, Matthew finished up with 98 points this game week. So, um, that was with Leno in goals with the three points, Trent Alexander-Arnold with the four, Saliba and Gabriel, if you don't mind, two 12-point nice. hauls there in defense with Saka in the side as well. So the Arsenal guys is doing the business for him. Um, bowl Cup, Cold Palmer, 10 points. Foden, 3. Richarlison, 2. Diego Jota, 7. Solanke, 4. And captained Erling Haaland. So, yeah, huge. Imagine having double Arsenal defense. And you'd just be happy with a clean sheet when you've got double defense. And the fact that they both scored just... I've never, I've never seen that
1: before. It's incredible. And then, the other, the only negative is that neither of them got even a single bonus point. There was that many goals yeah. for Arsenal that, yeah, they were all the bonus went to the attacking players, which is incredible. Usually, as a defender, a clean sheet and a goal is enough yeah. to comfortably get you three bonus.
0: Yeah, so yeah, a have been lucky there for Matthew, but yeah, it's you know a bumper game we and yeah sees sees him rise up to second in the mini league. So well done there. Um, yeah, I climbed up to fifty eighth. So.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, you forgot to mention your own climb.
0: <laughs> hey, it's better. 65 last game week, so
1: yeah. I'm just uh let's just hope that we're not like you know, like the um the mountain climber from the prices, right? He's going up there and then <laughs> you the get leader, to the top the leader, and then you just leader. and you just plummet <laughs> at the end. Hopefully that doesn't happen.
0: Oh let, let's hope not. But um, yeah, moving in the right direction. That's all you need to know. And yeah, um Twitter and Instagram, so at FPSignet for me and at FPL underscore point break for Andrew, make sure you're giving him a follow so he can keep you up to date with what he's he doing for this double game weekend. He'll also let you know about any, uh, Dubravka late benchings as you get towards the deadline. So make sure you
1: follow him. I've, uh, I've blocked that bloke. I think, that, I think that bloke, um, his name Will. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I was wondering why none of my texts were getting through. No, I, um, yeah, I think it was Will. I think, and he was—he had uh, eleven thousand followers, but he's deleted his account now. So obviously, he was copping a bit of hate after what happened the other day. Mm, That's what happens when will. you guess. When yeah. you're and you're wrong.
0: Yeah, where there's yep. a will, there is not a way. So yeah, remember hit those like and subscribes and retweets and likes. We I love it. Um, great from the community getting behind our little show. So. Yeah, good luck for double game week twenty five to everyone out there. Good luck to you, Andrew. Um, I'm sure you're going to keep me up to date with what you're doing as we head towards the deadline.
1: Uh, if you unblock my number, I will. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I will not be responding to any message an hour out from the
1: deadline. <laughs> yeah, that's when you go on. Um, that's when you go and uh, yeah, do not disturb.
0: Actually, I'll be at another gig on Saturday night, so I, I don't think I'll. I think I'll just be ignoring everything that, that it unfolds. So when you're yeah. me to me in a friend that uh you know is definitely out.
1: <laughs> you know he? what? When Kaminsky gets his 10 12 pointer this week in oh, double week, oh, a double game week a thousand say when he saves a Mo Salah penalty in the at the end of the um <laughs> you'll yeah you'll be you'll thank me then it'll all work out in the end.
0: It will it all works out in the wash but anyway good luck.
1: Yep good luck to you as well
0: and uh, yeah, anything you'd like to add before we wrap it up?
1: No, I think that's it. I think well, this it was actually quite a long um, episode tonight. So yeah, our I think standard, I think let's we've...
0: keep it short tonight, and it ends up going over an hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that's how we do it. So anyway, good luck to everyone out there. Let your defensive sheets be clean and your arrows green. See you, managers.